Welcome to Fiercely Forward, the no-bullshit podcast to finding your brave, bold, true self. We are your hosts, Jennifer Yassin and Alyssa Zangetti, and we are all about owning your personal story and fiercely using it as fuel to move forward towards living the life you have always dreamed about. We talk all things from relationships, career, personal growth, mindset, and beyond to help you navigate this wild ride we call life. Real conversations, real stories, and real people where no topic is off limits. This won't be your parents' dinner conversations. So come join us as we go fiercely forward. All right, welcome everyone. Today we are talking about being seen. And we live in this culture and in this world now where it's all about being seen in terms of social media that plays a big role in it. And whether you're building a business, a brand, or just trying to grow in your career, it doesn't matter. But we live in this world of being seen, which is really tough for a lot of people. This is something, again, Jen and I have talked about behind closed doors, and we just felt it was a really good conversation to bring out into the public, because I think it's something we all know is going on and happening. But yet again, it's something we don't want to talk about because we know we're supposed to be out there. We know we're supposed to be putting ourselves in front of cameras and sharing content and quote unquote being seen. But it can be really uncomfortable for a lot of people, especially when you don't know how to show up and what to show up as, as your brand building. So Jen, I think that could be a great place to kick us off with your branding and marketing expertise. What are some tips that you have for people about trying to figure out what their brand is and how to show up and be seen. It's such a complex topic. For one, we're overwhelmed with the amount of ads and branding that we're seeing like in our faces every single day. I think the the stat was that you're exposed to over like 5,000 ads like per day. Wow. So the key is in a world that's full of noise, how do you stand out? and actually are seen if you're not comfortable being seen yourself. And I work with a lot of brands, mostly directly with like founders, that they're building a brand around their passion, their story. So it is a pure reflection of who they are. And for those people, sometimes they're afraid to like be seen and be exposed because when we're exposed, that means like we're vulnerable Mm -hmm. and we're afraid that people are going to find out that we're not who we say we are. That's one. (laughs) Two, that we're not good enough, right? That imposter syndrome comes out. And also three, a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to make it about me. I'm afraid to make it about me. And so we could go down a rabbit hole about like the psychological reasons for that, but we're not going to go there. But from a pure marketing branding perspective, standing out and being seen is critical today because you have to cut through the noise, but also you have to stand out and be seen to and be consistent with it. So you stay top of mind and you stay relevant. Like what happens to your favorite artists when you don't hear from them for a while? You kind of like forget about them and then you're like, oh, what happened to them? But they could be just like working on music, living their life or whatever the case may be. But if it's not in front of you, it doesn't really stay top of mind. And so that's why it's really important to stand out and be seen. And when I say stand out, it really means knowing and owning who you are, because the only way you're going to stand out today is by doing that and embracing all of you, because there's no one else in the world like you. And just from like a psychological 
survival instinct, like standpoint, if you are not seen, and a lot of us grow up in homes that maybe we weren't seen or validated. And as children, we thought that that was like our survival was at stake because if you weren't seen and abandoned, Mm. what happens when you're alone? Because our primal instinct is community because being in community, that means that we're safe. Well, and I think you just said it too, right? Like you're like, oh, we're not going to go down. There's so many psychological reasons, but I actually think it's a big part of the conversation because there is so much that plays into this and why we don't want to be seen and why it's hard for us to show up on social media or show up as the ambassador of our brand or the face of our brand. I know for me as an entrepreneur, that scares me and stresses me out. I've always been the wallflower. I've always been comfortable being behind the scenes. Again, it's literally the career I chose in my event planning career early on. I made others look good. I created this vision for others to take front and center stage. So for me to now have to be the face of my brand and be the one out there being seen, that it's still like literally my stomach is turning right now as I'm talking about this. Like (laughs) It still gives me anxiety. And I've been doing it for a while now and I am more comfortable with it. I used to be so ridiculous with social media. I couldn't even go on my stories and go live. Now I don't care. Like now I'll show up with no makeup on. Like who cares? Like I've thankfully got past some of that, but there's still so much more growth. But it definitely, I can see things from my childhood, see things from the way that I grew up, see things for my romantic relationships. Like even with my partner at the time, like, you know, my late husband, I chose someone that was like that larger than life personality. I let him kind of be that forward person. And I was great being back, being behind him because that is what suited me. So Mm -hmm. it's really hard when you are, that is your normal day-to-day life. And now you're like, okay, I want to grow this business. And someone tells you, okay, well, now you've got to be seen and put yourself out there. And those are sometimes things we don't think about as entrepreneurs either. Yeah. And I get it. And, And I still remember friends that are influencers like would say to me, like, I still hate looking at myself on camera or in photos, or I hate doing it, but they love what they do more. And what I try to tell any entrepreneur or founder, and I'm the same way, right? I I have the same fears, but I try to always remind them that it's not about you. And it's about like, if you don't show up and be seen that the people that really need you and need what you have to offer can't find you, then you know, you can help them. And that's the thing. And again, I remember like growing up, I always wanted to be a singer and I had such stage fright. I didn't know that many singers have stage fright and they still go out and make it happen. Right. This is the problem. No one talks about these things to normalize them. Exactly. And had I known that, I would have felt probably like I'm not alone and it's okay to feel the fears and do it anyway. And all of these like cliche sayings, like feel the fear and do it anyway, right? Yes, it's easier said than done because when you're faced with fear that is overwhelming, that literally your brain thinks it's life or death, it can be paralyzing for people. And and a lot of people may look down on others that can't do it. I just really feel like compassion when I talk to people and they're like, well, I don't want to be seen because I don't really want to talk about myself. And then I'm always like, but why? Why don't you want people to know who you are? Right. Well, because I think that's scary. And I know you and I have talked about authenticity so much. And 
again, I feel in this world where there's all this noise and all this content that we're consuming constantly, it's almost hard. Sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what my authentic self is. Everyone's like, be your authentic self. I'm like, I don't even know what that means anymore. (laughs) Because I'm constantly being influenced by outside content, outside thoughts. And then I'm like, oh, yes, I see that point of view. And then someone else shares something else. And I'm like, okay, yes, I understand that too. And sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what my values are anymore because I'm so confused by all this content that I'm constantly consuming. And I've had to really watch myself on social media, especially and in the news. I have to stop. Like, I need to be up to date on what's going on in the world, but I can't overconsume because then my mind just spins. I'm constantly like overthinking. And then I do lose my authentic self because I'm letting all these outside influences impact me when I really know at the core who I am, but I'm letting all these this outside noise get to me. And so I think it's something that's really important that you have to really watch the content you consume and how much of it you consume and how much you let it impact you on the daily. In a world full of empty promises from marketing agencies and coaching programs, it's time to actually discover what the real path to success is. If you're an entrepreneur or business owner that is currently struggling to gain traction in your business or to attract your ideal client, this is for you. Join my seven-week mentorship program where you can transform your story into a powerful brand. It's not just a course. It's a personal transformation journey for you. Each week, you'll receive guided mentorship from me, along with practical guides and tools that you can apply in your business right now. We'll align your story, skills, and your passions, along with your business purpose, to create a memorable brand that deeply connects with your audience, and most importantly, aligns with you. Join a like-minded, supportive community and start building a lasting brand legacy. Are you ready? Head to thefreedagency.com and click on coaching for more. It kind of brings me to the way that I brand and I really try to help people position themselves. A lot of business owners, they get into business and then they have so many opportunities coming at them. And that they have FOMO. They want to take advantage of everything. And the truth is when strong brands know who they are, they understand their identity, which our identity, if we're talking about service providers that like yourself, who has built a business, you are the business. When you really truly understand your values, what your beliefs, then you can start to actually filter out what you're consuming because that doesn't actually identify with you. And again, it is hard today because we're exposed to so many things. It's like really staying true to our bodies, understanding what truly aligns with us, what lights us up, what gets us excited, and what gives us energy rather takes from our energy. And in business, right, when you take advantage of too many opportunities, you're going to lose yourself because you actually don't know which opportunity is fruitful or not. You know, I meet so many business owners that jump ship from marketing agency to marketing agency to marketing agency or freelancer, and they don't really know, one, what they need, two, then they think they know what they need, but then they don't give their partner or the business opportunity enough time to allow to see it like through, to see what can you learn. And so to your point, it's like having strong boundaries, not consuming as much as that's out there. And really staying focused is key. But it's, again, all of this is easier said than done, especially today. 
Totally. And I've definitely seen that people have having conversations with other entrepreneurs who said abandon ship to their marketing agency or their social media manager. This takes time. It's not an overnight success. And your marketer can't necessarily promise 50% increase in your sales from one marketing campaign. It does not work that way. Again, it takes time to build your brand, to build your brand loyalty and to understand your brand. I know I'm going to probably butcher the quote, but it's something around you're trying to market to everybody, you're marketing to nobody. It's very vanilla. You know, I've run into that again, my people-pleasing tendencies, right? I want to market to everybody. I want to help everybody with hypnosis, but I can't. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. is not realistic. So you have to really do the work and hone in on who you're trying to serve and really focus there. And when you're trying to be seen in that space and be an authority in that space, it's a lot easier because you have a lot more direction. That is more authentic than trying to reach the masses and reach everybody and really having no clear point of view or clear message. And we have to remember that it's not that you can't eventually help quote everybody. And the truth is a lot of people want to help everybody because they're afraid if they don't help everybody, they won't be able to help anybody. It really comes down from a scarcity mindset that if I am going to only focus on these individuals, then I'm actually not going to be okay because I'm not going to have anybody to help. And so therefore, I'm not going to be able to make money and support myself and then my business is going to die. So the truth is when we niche down and really focus, we then are able to know, like, should I abandon who I'm helping is this not working or if this is working and I lean more into it. So it really helps us go forward and learn more quickly so that we can actually eventually help the masses. And so I have another question for you. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm turning this into an interview with you, but I love it. (laughs) One thing that I always wonder, we live in this cancel culture world now too. And you say one wrong thing on social media, one, you know, thing that is not PC, people will decimate you. You're done. Like you're gone, you're done. And it can be really hard to climb back from that. And so I know it's something I try to be very thoughtful about what I'm putting out there because that's what I want to be. That's authentically me that I want to be very thoughtful in my content. I want to be very respectful in my content. But it's also a very unforgiving world out there in social media. Are you ready to break free from old habits and thought patterns? It's time to step into a healthier, more confident version of yourself with the power of hypnosis. Whether you prefer the focused attention of one-on-one sessions or the empowering energy of a group setting, I'll have your back in your journey of transformation. Visit www.a-to-z-hypnosis.com. That's a tozhypnosis.com to unlock the extraordinary within you. It's time to empower your mind and transform your life. It's hard to have a strong opinion about something and people will tear you down. I guess my question to you is like, how do you manage that? Because again, that's hard to be seen, especially if you have like a controversial opinion. It can be really hard to show up as your authentic self because there's that fear that you're going to really upset somebody and you're just going to be canceled and then your business is really gone. I'm not a publicity expert, but from my opinion, I always feel that I have always been that person that have said things and then people take it the wrong way. It's like people misinterpret what I'm saying. And actually, I didn't mean it that way at all. 
Which I think is a real thing. That's a very real thing, especially with tones of written word. A hundred percent. And what I've come personally to realize, and then also I would say professionally, but I'll stop personally, we are not responsible for how others perceive us because their reactions is purely a reflection of them. It has literally nothing to do with us. The world is a giant mirror. Anybody that's getting pissed off, it's a real thing, but it's a real thing for them and has nothing to do with you. But what I would say is, remember, Marsha would say this, right? Like if you can actually share your story and talk about your experience in a room with even the people that hurt you, but you feel comfortable saying it in a way that you're not trying to upset them, but you're just talking about your experience, then I think there's validity to that in the sense that you're sharing from your experience. And if it pisses them off, okay, but it's not that you're putting them down. You're saying, well, this was my experience and this is how I you know, saw the situation. As much as I talk to the business owner and say, yes, it's important to me, good, bad PR is still good PR because at the end of the day, you're still getting <laughs> safe. And you want to actually shake things up. People that are here to change the world, frankly, are not going to be liked by many because the truth is no one likes change. Mm. No one likes change. No one likes things being different because what does change signify in our primal brain? It's unfamiliar, which means it's unsafe. And our brain's job is to literally keep us safe, not to keep us happy, to keep us safe. But what I would say is there needs to be onus on consumers today and there needs to be onus on others. And, you know, you really do need to be mindful also of your reaction to someone saying something that you don't like. Because the truth is, our differences are what is going to help us evolve. If we can see someone else's different point of view, doesn't mean we have to agree with it, but we can see from their perspective, imagine if we are able to see both sides and see ourselves in each other, we would get so much further. So cancel culture, yes, it's a thing. And I think, again, as much as brands and businesses need to do a better job of giving to their customers and clients, clients and customers also need to be better and not taken advantage, critical the same way. This is the whole social media world, this world of being connected. And it's a newer problem. I mean, this wasn't a problem, you know, 20, 30 years ago, because people weren't consuming content the way they are now. Content wasn't even a thing back then. And so I think it's just really interesting. And like you said, the responsibility is all around. It's not just on the brands and it's not just on the consumers and it's on all of us to be, i trying to think of the word I'm looking for, but it's up to us to be responsible consumers and us to be responsible brands and realize it's a joint effort and that it's not a one-sided thing. And there's going to be people that say things that you don't like or that you don't agree with. And again, even ourselves, right? We could say things that are not true or we were wrong. And that's okay. Because if we don't give ourselves permission to make mistakes, learn, then we have to be perfect. We have to be always right. Right. That's not reality. That's not reality. That's not reality, right? And that's a very exhausting place to be in. Almost putting yourself on a pedestal like, I'm always right. My beliefs are always right. That's not the world that we live in. 
We need to be more accepting and understanding of each other and their differences. Our beliefs can change. What we value can change. So that's a great conversation point too, because again, in this being seen world, I think people need the permission that it's okay to grow and evolve and that your views and opinions are going to change. As you Mm -hmm. learn more, as you maybe become more educated on a subject, outside influences, different things that you experience, like your views and opinions are going to change. And again, that's okay. Again, probably don't want to be so wishy-washy that they're changing every day because then that seems like it would be some like people pleasing and then you're really not being your authentic self. But it is okay to grow and evolve and change your opinions of things and change the way you're being seen out in the world. You get to reinvent yourself. Just been talking a lot about Madonna recently, right? She's like on her tour. And I mean, talk about someone who constantly reinvented herself. And everyone still always loved her. Maybe you didn't love every version of her that she put out there and this persona she put out there. But she constantly reinvented herself because she was authentically herself in that moment. I think that's what drew people into her. And I think this brings the conversation home, right? When you were like, oh, I don't know what is my authentic self using Madonna as the example, like you may have not liked every version of her, but what was most important is that she liked every version of her. And I think that is the lesson for people about being seen and showing up is really liking yourself because whatever you're building, whatever you're doing, it's not for anybody else's approval. It's literally for your approval of yourself. And the more we approve ourselves the more understanding we are of ourselves, the more accepting we are of ourselves, then we have capacity to be loving and approving and accepting of other people and all the versions of them. Mm, Yes. And I think I'm thinking of another amazing artist right now that's really in the media is Taylor Swift. I mean, talk about somebody that has owned all these different errors of her life, right? So, and that's just what it is. We all have different errors. We all have different parts and times of our life. And I think she's a great example, whether you like her music or not. I mean, she is a master marketer and she owns who she is. She's authentically herself, no matter what is going on in her life, whether people agree with it or not, she is authentically who she is and she owns these different chapters of her life. And so I actually think she's a great example of what it means to be authentic and to own who you are and to not be afraid to be vulnerable and be seen. A hundred percent. So the lesson really here is, being seen isn't really about anybody else. It's about being seen for you. And when you are seen for you, that means that other people that will align with you are going to be able to find you. And then you'll be able to help the people that you're meant to help. But you can't help people by hiding in the shadows because people won't know you're there. Yes. Preach to that. I love it. (laughs) I think that is a beautiful way to end. Love this conversation, and I'm sure we'll chat more about it. Yes, for sure. I think it's an important conversation to keep having. Thanks for listening in. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did bringing it to you and hope it helps you go fiercely forward in your own journey. If you like this episode, please do share it with others. We believe in the power of sharing stories to inspire and guide people throughout their lives. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. 